The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. Let's <sighs> just... Uh, Take a breath. I know. Shall we? It's been <laughs> it was a, a wild week. It's been a wild, wild week in in the markets. Obviously, the gold and silver market did very well this week. Um, gold's up over eight percent on the year. Silver surprisingly still down on the year, but yet we broke twenty four dollars last night. We're recording on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, gold's having a, a little bit of trouble getting back over the two thousand mark, which we've seen already. Um, the ratio is really surprising mm-hmm. because the ratio of silver to gold, how many ounces of silver to buy an ounce of gold is still up above 80 to one, it is, even yeah. though silver's moved from 21 to 24. Yeah. Last week um, it was 87 to one. Today is 84 to one. So silver's playing a little bit of catch up today. Yes. So let's, before we get into all of, all of the habitants, let's talk about, um, what we're seeing. Um, Jerry, is it is the price of gold too high? Should I be waiting for a pullback at this point with gold cusping two thousand? That would be a dangerous thing right now because if we see the Fed dot plot and the and the expectations for further rate hikes, and keep in mind this is this is the time to buy gold. During any interest rate hike cycle, you want to be buying because that puts a cap on precious metals. Um, but the rate hike expectations have diminished since the banking collapses. Rate hikes have went down from 50 basis points to 25, so they may not be able to do another rate hike, maybe one more in May, and then I'm reading a potential rate cut back to like 4%, which would be a detriment to the U.S. dollar. So um, we're about to rally in metals. Okay, so um, the idea of, well, let's look at the uh, the – outside factors affecting the metals in terms of the macro picture, right? That's what you're talking about. You're saying, listen, last year we had a lot of headwinds. The central banks were raising interest rates consistently. That's a, a strong headwind against gold, even though we could have easily given a case for why they could raise the rates to the moon. It doesn't change the value of the dollar. But that was that was the narrative back then. So, okay, that's one factor, the idea that, well, interest rates are probably uh, – you know they're they're already breaking things. They can keep raising rates and keep breaking things, but at some point they're going to have to stop. And and as we sniffed out last week, there there seems to be a, a pivot on its way. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about from a technical perspective? Is is gold overbought at this point? No, on, on the RSI thing, uh, RSI reading, we're still in pretty neutral. We still have uh, a good. Um, I mean, we saw rallies and then we saw a. A correction. So we, you, along the way, you do need to see corrections for a healthy bull run of a healthy rally in precious metals. Um, as we look at the dollar index, the U.S. dollar index, it's breaking down further. Um, and we have just got to keep an eye on that because as we look at the, on the technicals, you couple in the fundamentals of just global de-dollarization happening. This is a massive you know, nail in the coffin for that the usage of the U.S. dollar in global trade that is no more. We had a meeting this week, the ASEAN, 
Asian finance ministers and central banks. This is the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. So you have Malaysia, Indonesia, Singapore, Philippines, 10 nations to discuss military, and they're actually discussing economics here. They're considering dropping the U.S. dollar in all trade, not just the U.S., the euro. They want to drop the yen. And Indonesia is actually calling for phasing out Visa and MasterCard. So this this meeting here is 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 unprecedented. The 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 talk of de-dollarization. So to really try to time your gold buying and try to buying on the dip, yeah, you want to do that for your own pride. But right now, it's about defending against and preparing for this financial shift and a financial reset that's happening globally. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. There's definitely a lot to talk about in terms of what's to come and the global repositioning. Uh, the U.S. dollar, how it's being dropped, the whole concept of de-dollarization. I, I'm kind of keeping a narrow focus for just a, 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 a segment here in terms of where we see the gold price because some people might might look at the gold price and say, well, it's already moved up. Or they might say, it's expensive, right? At 1980, the, the idea of, yes, $1,980 is a lot of money. That is not a lot if you're thinking about a property being worth a million. It's that would be mm-hmm. a drop in the bucket. Um, if you're looking at the debts being worth thirty, being thirty-two trillion. Look at well, we'll talk about the the budget, the liberal budget, and that's just going into more debt, right? How are you going to defend against that? And the idea starts to come about that you kind of say, well, what's the value of gold? How many ounces should it take to buy a house? Is it overvalued or undervalued? And once you start to understand the value, you go, well, from a price perspective, it's actually cheap compared to the debts, compared to the, the, the Dow gold ratio, housing gold ratio, the amount that they're printing. I mean, I just showed you the, the, the Fed balance sheet before we jumped on air. They got another V-shape. Mm-hmm. It cost <laughs> close to $9 trillion. It came back down into the low $8 trillions. And now it's V-shaped, moving right back up. We're already, I think, above eight and a half trillion. And the chart itself only goes to nine trillion. So they're going to have to reformat their website soon. <laughs> um, and then you kind of say, okay, well, where's gold in that perspective? And and you're right, nothing goes up in a straight line. But having a position is the key. And then having having funds held back to, you know, either buy additional as the market keeps rising or buy on the dip if you get it. Um, is that something that if you were new to the market that you would be doing yourself? If I was new to the market, I would just buy immediately, uh, to be honest with you. That would be my that would be my strategy because there's way too many risks, made too, many, too many counterparty risks to, to count over. You know, you only have 10 fingers on your hands. There's many more than our fingers that we can count. Um, so, you know, you're really thinking about ensuring your wealth and making sure that you have a position and undigitizing your wealth right now is very important. But for those people who already have a position in precious metals, sure, dollar cost average, time your market, because you can. You've already have your allotment in precious metals. You already put aside your 10 to 20 to 30, even 50% in precious metals or even more. I'm arguing for a much more aggressive play because the, the old diversification model, I mean, Octavio Costa, of um, he, he wrote uh, he he was from um, he actually wrote for Incrementum and Octavia Costa wrote that the 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 failing sixty forty portfolio he commented on that and the need to diversify 
into precious metals and you're totally exposed if you have no physical in your portfolio um, and that we're at the beginning of a new commodity super cycle. So you're going to be positioning to not only safeguard your wealth, but it's tremendous super cycle growth. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about silver in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about the macro pictures, the economic outlooks, what's happening with the banks. But I think what you're seeing in the precious metals right now is the precious metals are starting. Silver's nowhere near there yet, but gold is starting to bump up against sort of the top side of its trend. And there's a breakout about to happen given the downtrend of the U.S. dollar, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're kind of sitting there going, yeah, it's made some moves, but it hasn't had its breakout. No. you got to get above 2,000, maybe get up into the… 2040. Yeah, and get, get into the mid-2000s, and then all of a sudden you're in a new ball game. And then you can start to talk about where the next levels of gold could go. Because when you think about gold versus the debt, gold versus housing, gold versus um, you know stock markets, you say, oh my gosh, I could… I could give you a I could give you a, a case for gold to go above twenty thousand dollars an ounce, but it's la la talk unless we can get above twenty one hundred, mm-hmm. and that's coming quickly. Yes, and history does tell us that gold rallies into a bull market, and silver usually come off and coming off a lower low rockets past gold to outperform, to make higher highs. So it's very important to know that that characteristic about gold. You need continuous chipping away, a chipping away at a rally to start a massive bull run cycle. Because if you look at the charts, the massive cup and handle is still in play. And the fundamentals coupled with the, the new cycle, non-farm payrolls next Friday, that could be the the, the push higher in precious metals in, in physical gold and physical silver. I think that they can be the bid up at that point. Uh, very quickly, Jerry, about a minute left. W- what are people... What are their concerns? They're coming to you today. There's, you know, the, the market's quite busy. What are people's main concerns as they approach you in your office about the reasons why they're getting into precious metals today? Again, it's the same quote that I've been quoting for the last three weeks and in, in the presentations that I've been I'm doing all, of, all, all across the city is people are concerned about the return of their money versus the return on their money. People are no longer, con, you know, interested in too much in rolling the dice and trying to make a return. You're hearing about panicking FDIC, potential CDIC, bailouts, balance, all of these issues, and people are concerned about this, and they're shuffling money around, they're getting into cash, but it's very noisy, so it's our job to try to filter through that and look at the historical nature of what gold and silver has done for families, for generational wealth, for countries, and the benefits and how to do it the right way. And these are the conversations that we're having. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. You know, you, you see in your bank account, you kind of say, "Look, if I had a hundred thousand dollars in in my account, I say if, right? Because I, I wouldn't. Just, even if I did, even if I did, I wouldn't keep it in <laughs> in cash like that. But you say, could you take delivery? Could you take cash? Could you get a hundred thousand dollars cash out of the bank tomorrow? Could you get it at all? And if the answer is no, then what do you have in your account? And the question is, if you don't know what you have in the account, uh, the, the, with the economy, with the amount of printing of, of the currency, if you don't know what you have, 
it's time to start thinking about actually having something you can have in your hand, and that's physical precious metals. Also, natural fancy colored diamond. That's something we can talk about a little later we in should. the show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Coming up, we're going to talk about um, the federal balance sheet. We're going to talk about the liberal budget. We're going to talk about some updates on same um, uh, SBF and the FTX, and uh, as well as the BRIC nations and what's going on with the de-dollarization. It's the Real Money Show on AM six forty. We'll be right back. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And, you know... Jerry, we want to talk about how people can get involved in the, the actual market. People are looking to get out of out of banks. They're looking to secure their wealth. They're looking to undigitize their wealth, as we talked about just you know uh, exiting the last segment. The idea that hey, if you you know if you have a hundred thousand dollars in your account, can you take that out in cash? Well, how do you, you can't? If you can't take it out in cash, what is in there? Exactly. When you have physical gold and physical silver. You know what you have, and you know you can take it out. And that's the type of security and peace of mind that people are looking for today. Now, I can appreciate that over the last couple of weeks, there has been a cool-off period from the Silicon Valley Bank implosion. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a crisis happening. I mean, uh, you had Powell talking to Congress and basically saying, we were close to the full financial system imploding. I mean, that isn't just shrugging it off. And it's very similar to when Bernanke said, oh, no, it's all contained. Subprime's all contained. Don't worry. There's no contagion here. There are problems. The problems stemmed from the fact that they never fixed the problems in 2008. And they've just let the debts continue and continue. And they want to see this thing implode because it's already reached its mathematical end, this financial system. And then, and we're going to do it right now, Jerry. And then they want to try to get to the CBDCs, which is a fear that a lot of people have. And so you talk a lot about that with people, right? All day long. Okay. So do I. It doesn't come up in every conversation, but it comes up a lot. And this is what I call like the black pilling of everyone. You know, they're waking up enough to say, okay, well, well you know, these government people are going to bring in this CBDC. I said, let me explain it. Let me explain it in a way that I think can help people understand why it's going to fail. If you can't take out the cash out of your bank and you realize that there's nothing in there, nothing, digital, it doesn't exist, poof, it's mm-hmm. fugazi, fugazi, right? <laughs> um, then, then the suggestion is that this would be, the nothingness would be replaced With. by a new nothingness. Mm-hmm. And 2.0. the new, yeah, new nothingness 2.0, which has the same value as nothingness 1.0, th- has strings attached to it. Like what? So I already hate the fact that this doesn't, the current 1.0 nothingness in my bank has no value and dropping drastically, dropping 15% exactly. a year. And the liberals come out and say, you know what? I'm walking in with my big mm-hmm. smile and my shiny shoes and I got, a, I got an essay worth an F. <laughs> The, but if I budget. smile really strong, maybe I'll convince people that it's this. an A+. Plus. It's an F. If you can't balance your budget, 
thank you so much for your service. It's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need people who can balance budgets. We need people who can bring inflation down. If you can't bring inflation down, you're either incompetent or you're doing this on purpose to hurt people. That's right. Right? And I think That's people are done it. being hurt. And they're saying, you know what? I'll unsubscribe. I don't want to watch this stuff. I'm yeah, going to get people, out. Most people don't even look into the budget because they know it's not going to change anything. Okay, so don't try to convince me that a donut hole in any other form is somehow not a donut hole. You're never going to convince me, and you're not going to convince the everyday person who's quickly realizing that the currency is crap. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be convinced that a different version of a currency is somehow better. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Now, let's say they try it. Guess what? You don't even have the money in the bank. Anyways. It's going to be like... It's going to be like when they tried to get everybody to take a shot for the mandates because otherwise you're not going to go to your restaurant. And what did we tell people? We said, listen, hold off for a couple months. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. Two months later, bang, you don't need it. Arrive can app? Don't need it. Where'd the money go? Quietly rolling it all back. What do you think it's going to look like if they tried to put in a, a, a currency that well, nobody wants or needs and is worthless? And this is... this. It's exactly the same example that's I, happened in other regions. You had the Inairo in Nigeria. The same issue occurred for these central bankers. They have rolled it out, saying it was backed by the nation's oil reserves. Great. It wasn't, it wasn't adopted. If the people do not adopt it, and if the globe does not adopt it, we have BRIC nations and we have the Asian ministers in, in, in Asia moving away from this global push of a world reserve or this economic world economic forum style you, controlled currency with strings attached they're not going to adopt this globally. you got 3 4 states already saying we're never going to let it happen but let's just say it did you don't even already you already took your money out of the bank or whatever you perceived as money out of the bank and you've got the physical metal you maybe you have cash maybe you've got the metal watch how quickly it falls apart Mm-hmm. They're incompetent. And you know what? Look at the people who who you would be scared of to to implement this. They're incompetent. They can't even balance a budget, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you're what do you how? There's no way. Mm-hmm. And again, give it a couple months. Watch how quickly it falls apart. Exactly. Watch how quickly people get together and say, "Oh, I I wait, I I didn't need it this whole time. I didn't. I thought I needed them. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't need the government as much as I thought, mm-hmm. right?" Maybe I can use gold and silver as real money. Find out how quick, when the ATMs stop working, find out how quick what real money is and mm-hmm. what people will accept. You think the guy at the gas station is going to say, uh, what, what is that? It's silver, sir. I, I'm not going to accept that. <laughs> There's no way. Exactly. I, I know this is... Look, no, no, you, every know, day, you bring up a good point because this is a, con- a topic of conversation that I'm having with a lot of people. Over the last three weeks, I've been presenting to a lot of freedom groups, and it's been amazing. And you'd be surprised with people who have awakened to these facts about the budgets and about you know cornering society. We have, you have cornered people together. We have found togetherness and, and, and an understanding and a common denominator. Found togetherness. Be, I love it. We want to be free. We want to be left alone. We want liberty, and we want to be able to be rewarded for our work. Not to work eight hours a day, turn to ten hours a day, or I have to get two jobs now because my dollar's not I can't I can't spread my dollars far enough and fast enough. So there is a an idea, okay, let's undigitize our wealth. And how do we get how do we use this for barter and trade, Jerry? So there's two great resources that are out there, Canadian preparedness or preppers.com. They have a great YouTube video on how we have this intrinsic innate understanding of going back to a silver usage. Because 
there's other items that could be bartered and traded for, you know, alcohol or rice and these things, but not everyone drinks. But what is this common denominator? It's that gold and your silver that defies, that's recognizable beyond borders, languages, and creeds. And how to do it properly is through Solari Report. Catherine Austin Fitz yes. has an amazing calculator. If you go to silverandgoldarmoney.com, you can actually put, let's say someone wanted to sell, you know, whatever case may be, cases of, cases of water, right? Could yeah. be a couple hundred bucks. But I have some silver coins. You can use this calculator to determine how many ounces of silver you'll need for these barter and trade items. So it's an immediate open source calculator for, you know, day-to-day -day trades because this is a blackout period. Let's say, you know, central bank currencies get rolled out, they try to push it along. You have created parallel economies, parallel you know, societies here. We have band together togetherness and we have come up with amazing resources and ideas. You've just cornered an industrious group of people. How many entrepreneurs, Jeremy, have, have left the country? Oh, have the brain drain is, is – that's depressing. If there's anything that gets me depressed, it's is watching the brain drain. What but, you know, capitalism, capitalism and the capitalists and people who want independence and the freedom, those are the people that build. Those are the people that understand money. You know, I see this like A board on the sign. Uh, budget sucks. You know, we need to create more housing. You're like, oh, I know. Let's use the government – to fix the problem that they created in the first place, mm -hmm. right? You have to get off this concept of the of depending on the government for anything. We do not. They you put the you're putting your problems yeah. into the hands of somebody else who is not going to solve them as well as you can or as well as the market can. And uh, people are realizing that they're saying well, that they realize it in their pockets every day. They go they go grocery shopping. They're you know. Every, prices are going up everywhere on everything that you do, right? Go out for dinner. I'm telling you, Jerry, I got out for dinner a couple times in the last couple of weeks. I had a quesadilla last night, vegetable quesadilla, and I said, I'll have the chicken with it. <laughs> there was no vegetables. It was like, so it was... a it was premium. It was one or the other. I thought it was vegetable with the chicken, right? <laughs> it was like, you know, uh, it, everything is print. just, yeah, it's fine. I sh that's right. I didn't read is the fine print on, on the, on the quesadilla. Look, you need your inflation rebate. The inflation rebate is real solid money. It just so happens. It just so happens that both gold and silver, despite what you may think of the price of, of gold is incredibly under valued you could not be asking for a better price silver is 24 bucks do i care that i have to spend an extra four dollars an ounce in the premium to buy a real thing let me give an example the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com here's an example people go buy a house million dollar house you use a, a broker right pay him 30 pay him or her three percent right that's 30 grand 40 grand then there's the land transfer fee 30 grand, 40 grand, closing costs, whatever it is. You just spent $80,000 extra on a house and no one seems to notice because mm -hmm. it gets rolled into the mortgage. We don't have to look at it. We don't have to think about it, but you it's paid normal. it. It's normal. But you paid it. Now, do you turn around and, and say to your, to your um, real estate agent, I'd like to sell the house now? Well, we can list it for a million dollars. No, 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 but I paid out 80. <laughs> no, 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 it's a million dollar house. Now I've got my closing costs when you sell that million dollar house and you're going to get back 950,000, 940,000. 
That's how it works in precious metals too, because it's an actual asset. The only difference is, is you didn't pay land transfer fee to the government. It's an actual cost for the product. The difference is, and this is what I really want to drive home right now, Jerry, is if there is a, you can do it free. You can do it cheaper. You can buy a paper investment, gold-backed fund, ETF, certificate, pool account. They'll let you buy it for spot price. Mm -hmm. You won't own anything. It's a picture of gold. You'll, yeah. It will be nice like portrait. your. It'll be like your bank account. You won't actually have anything in there. You'll be a creditor to them, right? Or you could actually own it. And if there's a high premium on the on a bar of silver, let's say the reason it's high is because the price is too low, and there's a cost for these things. And so you need to be looking at the price and the the high premium as an example of just how cheap it is. Now put it in. Now just think about it. What can you buy for twenty? Eight dollars. What can you buy for twenty bucks? How many lattes is that? How many magazines? Can I buy an iPhone for that? No. What can I buy for twenty-eight bucks? I can't even go out for dinner for twenty-eight bucks. Yeah, when you can I can't even go to the movies for twenty-eight bucks. You compare gold and silver to a plethora of bubbles in the world. When you compare it to real estate, the Dow, you really realize what is undervalued and what is overvalued. So when you question. Is are we overvalued and or is the is the price too high in gold? Absolutely not. When you compare it to things like compare it to other investments like those, right? But this is real money. It's not an investment. It's actually ownership of real money that's going to protect your wealth against inflation and it's going to grow your wealth. And we're going to show you where those prices could go, which means how much you could improve your wealth over the next several years if you actually have physical metal in the portfolio and stop buying into the debt-based society that we currently have and what's going to happen with the bricks and how they're going to affect the gold market. It's going to be a beautiful thing. So stick with us, guys. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on AM. 640. We'll be right back. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. If you're prepared, if you understand what's happening, then you can not just survive, but you can thrive during these times. It doesn't have to be something that you're scared about. If you're well-positioned, if you're well-prepared, you will be excited about the opportunities coming forward. Let's just look at the BRICS for a moment, Jerry. They are making some massive moves. I understand that this week, the GDP of the BRICS nation has surpassed the G7. And... Saudi Arabia is looking to get into the BRICS nations too. And every day there's a new deal. China's making a deal with, with France to, to buy oil and not use the US dollar. Every day there's another country saying, well, we'll trade amongst ourselves and, and we just won't use the dollar. The dollar is being left in the dust. And at some point, as Winston Churchill said, the US never fails to do the right thing after they've exhausted all other options. Mm -hmm. They will come, they will have a moment where they realize that there is no choice, that there is a, a direction of the globe, and they're going to have to go in that direction. And the BRICS nations are showing us that direction. Because again, uh, I said to you in the office, I said, we need a BRICS website that tells us everything that's happening, because it's overwhelming how much stuff is happening with the BRICS. Now, the question is, Jerry, is are they headed towards a gold back system with the BRICS? Mm hmm. 
Yeah, right now it's, you know, if you look at the um, the China and gold, the whole Belt and Road project, which includes 60, 65% of the world, and the U.S. is pretty much on the outside looking in, the, the U.S. dollar has been left out. And we're talking about, you know, Beijing signing cooperation documents with 149 countries. Even Honduras wants to get in the, in the action. Mexico as well, huge silver economy. And this is the demand because when you set up a digital infrastructure, this is a, a digital wand backed by gold. And this is the their currency, the renminbi, and there's the R5 nations. So the BRIC nations, all of their currencies begin with the letter R. So they call it the R5 currencies. And the, the, what what is a solution is the gold because ultimately these countries do not trust other countries fiat currencies but when you underlay it and when you build a foundation a common denominator of gold underneath these digital currencies then you have trust and when you build an infrastructure like that you have to get a lot of silver you need a lot of silver which is the reason why india has been involved with the the creation of the indian bullion exchange in importing pretty much vacuuming the entire silver silver uh, the 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 um, the stockpiles of silver from the, from the comex and and from the west, from the west yeah that's right so comex lost over 100 million ounces last year and magically india imported 100 million ounces last year so on the on, on one side of the planet you're you're seeing the brics nations join together they want to de-dollarize they want equal opportunity they want a multipolar world where there's a common currency backing everything up that's an opportunity of monstrous proportions and then on the other side you have the the destruction of the financial system in the west and that is an equal opportunity to get out of that system and into something that is going to thrive during that system, and that is physical gold and physical silver. So where, where are the prices potentially headed? If, if someone put in, a, bought $100,000 worth of gold, let's say, you know, they're buying basically 40 ounces of gold. What could that potentially buy them in five years? Mm -hmm. Well, when you see the runoff, when you see the you know, the runoff and the sell-off from all of the risky assets jumping into the safe haven of precious metals, the power money of precious metals, it just takes about a 1.5% of all the money in the world to wipe out the reserves of gold, uh, above-ground investable gold bullion. So this is going to uh, unless the prepare. price unless the price doubled unless, uh, but but the mere fact that you're recreating infrastructure with this new you know. Belt and Road, this infrastructure that they're building, um, it requires the physical. And this is going to squeeze out the paper contracts. This is going to destroy those paper contracts in an instant. And let me tell you, the very investigation into the nickel debacle, right. having bags of stones to represent the contracts, everyone's worried about the silver contracts. Everyone should be worried about the gold contracts. And when those contracts, plus the participation into the gold market, we can thrust higher. This is going to be a very sticky, hyper, almost hyperinflationary situation happening in the West. So where can the prices go? So, so if I put 100000 into physical gold, I'm buying, you know, give or take 40 ounces of gold. Um, what, could that, what could that look like in five, six years? Well, this is the stagflationary effect that we saw in the 70s to 1980s, where gold charted went up 838% in one decade. That was on gold. And for silver... So 100000 becomes 800000 That's correct. Simple math, right? Eight times. I, I, I try. And then 11 times for silver, so from where we are right now, 11 times. And the environment back then 
was a little bit better, Jeremy, than where we are today. There's a little bit more trust. Right, it's then. more exacerbated today. Yes, you actually trusted your financiers, the exchequers of the economy, to do their job. Um, but you fast forward today, there's a new system where we have the great New Deal facing off versus the great awakening currency. You have two different currencies. One will drive out the bad currency, and the other, when the other currency dies, you will have precious metals into a new super cycle. You know, I do believe we're going to go multiple times higher. So, so, you know, pie in the sky, turn a uh, hundred thousand into a million. It could definitely happen. Uh, again, bring it back to where we are today. We need to get above twenty one hundred. Then we can talk about next levels. Silver's got to break thirty thirty dollars. Which again, uh, you know, we already saw a three dollar move in in a couple weeks. You know how fast this can go. In 2010, the prices of silver went from 18 to 48 in 11 months. Massive, massive move. Not all, not in one direction. So it can happen. It will happen. I have never seen the type of physical buying in the market today. And it's not even people who are trying to speculate in the market. It's not people who are looking at silver at $50 saying, oh, I'll, I'll throw some money at it. We're not seeing that. We're seeing very methodically um, placed, like people methodically thinking about how they're going to um, distribute their funds, how they're going to get it out of the banking system, what they're going to put it in. They want to know how to do it with gold. It's happening. But these people are savvy in mm -hmm. terms of getting out in front of what's happening, right? Exactly. They're preparing for it. And it feels like, yeah, it. You know, there's some rain happening, right? Get the ark. It's already raining. You want to get you know, it, it's time to do it. It's not time to wait and see and, oh, let's clog up the news cycle and pretend like the financial system isn't collapsing. It is. Mm -hmm. So it's time to, to think about getting prepared. Give us a call. We'll show you how to put it into an RSP, physical, allocated, direct ownership, held in a vault outside the banking system, but in your registered account, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. It's The Real Money Show on AM640. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. It's all about protecting wealth. It's all about making sure that that your purchasing power in the future is not just the same as it is today, but it is improved. And the opportunity is there today. We're seeing the collapse. If you can get out of the way, if you can get into a physical assets, you're going to be more than prepared for improving your your state of wealth over the next few years because you've been prepared. And those of you know, we always say it's better to be a month early than a day late. You don't want to wait until the price of silver is fifty dollars, and you can say, "Oh, now I believe it'll go there." <laughs> mm -hmm. Look into the fundamentals. There's more than enough information out there. Listen to the show. More than enough blogs. Speaking of that, let's talk about the incrementum charts in terms of where they see the the market headed, and then as well, you were you mentioned to me during the break, Jerry, that there's a specific bank that's eager. Uh, to about the prices of metals these days. Mm -hmm. A lot of banks coming on board, and we're seeing a lot of banks chime into gold, because banks are on the on the you know the chopping block here. All the, all the headlines have to do with a lot of weak banks. You know, Deutsche Bank, the potentially next bank to fall in Europe, Germany's largest bank, 
worried investors are seeing this. Knowledge is power. They're now educating themselves with information as to what, how do they view our deposits? Why do they need bank reserves? What is the fractional reserve banking system? Do they have any fractions of my money still? No, it's actually zero. They've gone down to a zero reserve ratio. Investors are already turning to gold en masse, and we're seeing demand. Um, if we look at turn to another major bank in the U.S., a major downgrade today, and we're recording on Friday. Charles Schwab, vulnerable, vulnerable to bank runs, forced to sell securities at a loss. This is another big bank that has a lot of exposure to Japan. So when people turn and start... Oh, Japan, man, how much money they're just... <laughs> just they Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal yeah. printed. So these bank risks are causing... You know, even banks turning around and blaming the depositor for taking their money out of the bank to cause the instability in the system. How dare you? How dare, how dare how you take dare your money, you? money out? But this is it. People are more concerned about about that. But last week, yeah, we did present the incrementums in gold retrust in in gold we trust report. There was a preview, so we went over a few enticing, exciting headlines around the prospects for silver, and one of those was that the, the gold and silver ratio, which listeners know is still at historic highs but they usually fall rapidly when the gold starts to rally so keep an eye on gold gold is picking up the pace silver's on the cusp in 2011 when silver hit 50 the gold to silver ratio was 30 to 1 roughly a 283 percent difference to its current 85 to 1 and then now let's not forget the the kind of variation implicitly means silver is more volatile than gold it's a much smaller market now, we have a few more tables that basically present a major bull run cycle happening in silver. Remember, silver has, on average, performed significantly better than gold since the turn of the century. It's actually up 49% better than gold. In other words, buying at the right time and holding for a longer time in silver, you can see silver outperforming for your portfolio than gold. And it does counter that higher percentage premium, you know, that above spot that silver must wear by virtue of production and transport and storage costs because it's a heavier metal. So you're going to be paying more per ounce. But if you look at these charts, Jeremy, from the In Gold We Trust preview, silver is on average up about 10% per currency, as we state quite often. It has less and less volatility, as, as you could see, at the right time. When you buy gold and silver, and we are at that point in history, a very small window where we are at the, on the cusp of a potential rate pivot and a rate cut, this is where you want to be in. And if you can, if you can see the positioning on the caught futures reports, everything is, everything is lined up for a massive silver rally. And it's a bank coming onto, onto, the, onto the playing field now. That bank would be Citibank. They just released a note to its clients. Here's what they said. It's time to ride the silver bull. We had already held the view that at some point over the next 12 months, the silver market was going to be, will start a price, will start to price in a Fed easing cycle. And that's what's happening. Yep. Alongside a recovering China and likely related US dollar weakness, our economists forecast a $96 index by year end. So that's under the 100 level total breakdown of the US dollar. And this would be very bullish for silver. We believe that the issues with regards to the small and regional banks may bring the silver bull market forward. And so we would not, we would not wait any longer, says Citibank. 
Whether it happens sooner or later, at some point before the year end, we are increasingly likely to see events develop similar to that which occurred during the second half of 2007 and the first half of 2008, during which silver rallied 75% and the precious metals rallied 50% on Fed cuts and a growing China economy. Further, we see silver outperforming gold over the next 6 to 12 months, owing to its general leverage to precious metals bull markets, but also its higher exposure to a recovering China, solidly growing India, and its exposure to the solar-related consumption growth. The, the latest technology in solar uses three times more silver than ever. So we can, we can see the silver-to-gold ratio revert to its mean from 70, uh, to 70 from its current levels of about 90. Our three-to-month forecast is now over $24, and our six to 12-month forecast is 28, and our bull case scenario could be $38 by the year end. So basically, they're, they're coupling in all of these geopolitical, the, the silver-to-gold ratio, and the banks. When you couple, when you bridge all those three together, we have a strong bull case for, uh, case for silver to not only hold buy here, but hold a little longer because it's going to pay off. Yeah, I, I, there's no doubt. I think the prices of the metals are going to be much, much higher over the next couple of years. And it definitely has a feel that this is kind of the, the, the engines are revving and things are starting to really move in our direction. We're going from headwinds to the wind at our back in this, in this market. So That's it's right. time to think about getting in. With, with Guildhall, you can own it directly, buy it, take it home. You can have it put into a, a vault facility, fully allocated, fully segregated, and you can even own it in a registered account. Again, fully allocated, fully segregated in your own sub-account, held in a vault outside the banking system, but within your RSP, and you own it. It is directly owned, no counterparty risk. You can, you'll get an inventory report. You can set up an audit to go to the vault and personally hold it in your hand. Isn't that the point? The number, one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you, Jerry. That was wonderful. I'm very excited. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to next week. And uh, thank you again to everyone for listening. And I hope you're enjoying the show. And we look forward to speaking with you next week here on The Real Money Show on AM640. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.